Call to order the design review board meeting of November 1st, 2023. Uh, two members are absent. Catherine and Aaron are both gone, but Race, Herb, and myself are all in person. The first applicant on the agenda is DRB 23-0365 Ludwin residence. And the planner is Jamie and the applicant is represented by Alicia Davis, architect. Okay, thank you. Let me give a introduction to this project. Um, so this is located in Eastvale at 4939 Meadow Drive. This is an existing duplex, um, which you see in the photos here. And the, jump ahead the proposal is to do some maintenance work um, above there's a rooftop deck above the garage and here you can see the existing and so this would be kind of an upgrade to that area as well as adding a um, covered deck in that area pictured here um, one staff note on this the the code does call for uniform roof materials in the case of duplexes but um, other materials can be approved if deemed compatible by the board. Um, there have been, you know, accent roofs and things of that nature approved um, on duplexes. In this case, we have existing asphalt shingle roof, um, and this would be a dark um, standing seam for that for that covered garage. So, uh, quick introduction. Um, happy to answer any questions before we turn it over to Alicia. Anyone have any questions? I don't. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we'll, we'll go ahead and walk us through the. Introduce yourself for the record first off, and then. Yeah, uh, Alicia Davis. And, yeah, and then walk us through the the project. Um, right. So the existing, it's a rooftop deck, and it's kind of I don't know if you can show the front cover page there, Jamie. Is yeah. It's failing, right? It's been leaking on the inside, and then it's falling apart. And they really, it's big. They really don't ever use it and it's a lot to maintain. So they came to me uh, to find a solution and um, we came up with kind of covering the back with just a roof towards the back of the house and just putting a roof on the garage. There are these existing, um, do you have any of those other photos, Jamie? The, um, there's an existing set of uh, skylights there that go into the house like into the dining area um, and they're kind of low and I thought well if we have that roof there I didn't want them to conflict with each other so I popped that up and just made them trans like just kind of like transom windows across there with a new roof yeah you can see them in that model view it's pretty true to what's going on in real life there um, so the back parapet wall will go away, the roof will come down and, and just kind of take care of that zone. And then in the front, they actually have a really nice view to the mountain towards the front, so like, well, if we kept a little bit of covered deck, that would be nice. And then they wouldn't have to shovel, snow melt, do anything like that. Um, so that's where we came up with this kind of combination, just cover the garage with roof and then continue ex the existing rooftop deck with a roof on it so pretty straightforward um, the metal you know it's a 212 roof pitch so the metal seems to be a better material for that kind of low roof pitch um, 
I don't want to have any, you know, add to the snow problems that we already kind of deal with up here. Um, so I don't know if it, if you feel okay about that material. It's kind of in the middle, so it separates the two, so it might be kind of in a good spot, composition-wise, you know, so I'll, I'll see what you guys think about that. But. All right, thanks. Mm -hmm. And that the new wall is going to have siding to match? Or? So the sidewall is already there. Um, the low, the one kind of between the other garage, yeah. Well, right. Yeah, that'll have siding where it goes up. It'll just match the existing siding, existing color, and then put the roof on top of it. Just to, So they still have the light, but we don't have skylights. Um, the parapet wall between the neighbor's garage and the, their garage deck kind of just is going to stay the same. Okay. And then we proposed a railing at the front. Um, instead of having it be closed off just to open it up a little bit and that's <clears throat> that's the only railing on the property or there's railings around the back and they're just kind of well that one's not rendered properly on the left but they're that vertical they're all that wood vertical and you're picking. planning to match the i would match it just okay yeah. huh all right what uh, happens to the skylights sorry what happens to the skylights it looks like they're in the existing condition there are skylights yeah so the skylights are going to go away and then we'll okay. just build a wall vertically and put windows in that wall okay over the new roof and a little roof on it yeah i think these sections are helpful to yeah, kind of illustrate mm -hmm. that um mm -hmm. just because kind of at the high end of that back roof it there'd be probably a little conflict between the skylight and the roof um, I don't want to go any lower than a 212 roof because I want to be able to move move things along um, water and snow as so yeah that's a good example of what's going on thanks and what's the orientation of the uh, of that deck is it facing south facing It is facing, I don't know, good question. Can we go to the site plan there? <laughs> Never really pay attention to that. I believe that the front of that deck would be facing west. It's facing the mountain, kind of. Um, okay. Don't we have a site plan? There we go, yeah. So it's west. Kind mm -hmm. of southwest. <coughs> Any thoughts, Reese? No, looks like you're going to replace a couple windows with siding and add that shed roof. Pretty straightforward. Yeah, my comment would be, is there anything prohibiting you from matching the slope of the other roofs so it doesn't look identifiably foreign to the existing design? Because I think that would tie in, that shed roof would kind of tie in with that that dormer element, at least, uh, and it's, I, I think that would just be the one thing that I would say would help unify. Mm -hmm. Unless there's some justification why you couldn't do that. Well, the only issue, can we go back to the section maybe? The only issue would be that I am taking out two windows, see above the door and the window next to it, 
there are two windows existing. I'm going to have to kind of eliminate those, reside those to get that roof to go across. Mm -hmm. And if I make that steeper and kind of just maybe impact all of those windows, I, I don't want to get rid of them all. Mm -hmm. Those two high ones exist. Um, and then if I kind of, I can, I can see if I can make it a little bit steeper, but I'm not sure you're going to notice too much if it, you know, the difference. Because it's probably a 412 on there right now. I can mark it. Yeah, that, that would be the one thing for me that I think would, that you are dealing with a tough area. And, mm -hmm. uh, but if that would be the one thing that would make, it would make it uniform and kind of, I just, I think I, I can identify that right away. You see those two different slopes, especially from the back. I think that would be one thing. It just it's such a foreign element to the building, you know. It's like I think if at least if it was slope, the slopes were the same, then it would be. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you guys think? I, I don't see where you have much of a choice, to, unless you wanted to bring it all the way up and match the existing roof, and that That'd that be would be above those two windows, and then it would, you know, a, any other move might not achieve what what we're talking about. It, it is different than everything else. And, um, we see the 3D. I think the roof pitch is going to be, you're not going to see a rate, an end, you know, you're not going to see it. It's a, well, yeah. you do see it, I guess, right there. That's the front yeah, side of the but house. It's, mm -hmm. And that's well, and it's going to have a different material, so maybe the that would be something that kind of justifies yeah. a different shape, yeah. maybe. I mean, Agreed. maybe we can stick with the. 212 is probably about as low as you want to go with the asphalt shingle roof. I mean, Flatten it out more even? Well, just, no, just keep the roof pitch, but go with the, instead of the metal, just go with asphalt. And then it's just going to hold more snow, which is maybe fine, because I've got, in the back, I've got the, you know, some windows there on the neighbor's side of the duplex. I, I, I don't know. So now looking consider. at these 3Ds, maybe it's kind of more of a dividing element. It's a different material and... Uh, Maybe that can kind of justify being a little bit different slope and different. It's breaking up those two masses. Right. But that back wall is new, right? Correct? The back wall of the deck. The back wall that, of the deck is new. And that's going to have the siding to match. Is it just a wood siding? Or? It's going to just be siding to match. Mm -hmm. It might be kind of just a, what's the, what's the soffit of that roof? Is it going to have a... The saw, what's the material on the underside of that deck? Well, typically I would, will do see a that, right? I would do a timber. It doesn't show too much detail here in this model, but I would do a timber roof. So it would be rafter tails exposed with the TNG underneath. So it would be a six inch. Is it going to have lighting TNG. in it or is it? Because uh, um, <laughs> that picture point, shows you will kind of see the underside yeah, of that roof. Yeah, I wasn't going to put uh, lighting in there right just gonna add a light fixture on the, there is no light fixture at the door right now. That's the other can of worms on this project. So I don't wanna take up too much time on that, but. Can we see the I picture, the picture again either. and then? It might be a kind of cool element that just breaks up the building. Uh, I, I think know. so. 
Is there any public comment on this item? We can check on Zoom. Yeah, we have two attendees on Zoom and no one's raising their hand. So does, does staff have any concerns about this? Um, like I said, I think, you know, the, the board can determine that that, that roof material is, is compatible. Um, the other kind of note that Alicia alluded to is, you know, this application is proposing to change some of the fixtures, um, typically like railings in a duplex. We're looking for a consistent approach across both sides. Um, where we're at today, we're, we're not really at that point. So if the board were to approve today, you know, an option could be removing the, the fixtures from this approval and then the, the property could come in in the future with the change to approved when they have a consistent approach to that um, to kind of prevent the, the hodgepodge on, on both sides. I think that makes sense. Um, so that would just, you would not do the railing essentially, is that? We could, a, 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 you know, if, if it was to be approved, a condition would be added that the, the fixtures were not included and that could be addressed with a change to approved application in the future, so. Okay. But you're mentioning the parapet wall, that's a different thing. And I'm, we're open to that. If, you, if, you, if the railing in the front changes the look so much, then a parapet wall, we'd be open to that at the front instead. That kind oh. of further encloses that little space. Is that your request, the, the town's request? Uh, our suggestion would be for, would be that the fixtures are not included um, in this approval if that it were if it were approved. Um, like I said, that would allow them both neighbors to come in with a comprehensive approach in the future just regarding the fixtures. Yeah. Okay. The light fit they have floodlights on this house. I mean, it's pretty. I, I would think we'd want to replace those, and and this side is willing to change theirs. The other side didn't want to go there. So I told Jamie I could study what they have on their side. I think it's more of like a farmhouse kind of fixture, and I can maybe and, copy that. And somewhere. then later you guys could come back as a group and fix all those things together, fix the fixtures. Hopefully. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, anyone have any final comments on this one? When you're talking about fixtures, you're talking about the light fixtures. Light fixtures. Yeah. Be kind of nice if you if that was a timber uh, soffit. Be yeah, kind of nice to that's the plan. Rather mm -hmm. than having a bright fixture, just help light it. Yeah. I don't know. There'll be exposed rafters and. Yeah. I'll let you decide. <laughs> yeah, as far as the material, I, I think I'm fine with yeah, it. It's because it really divides the. It's kind of in a, a unique spot, a specific location, so. Um, if there are no further comments, I would ask if we have a motion. I'll motion. Um, let's go ahead and get this going. A motion to approve DRB 23-0365 with the findings it meets sections 14.10.2. Fantastic. And do we and have it, a second? If we could um, add the condition that the fixture replacements uh, are not included, as I mentioned, with the assumption. The yeah. With the condition that fixtures, if replaced, will be brought back to the DRB for review. All right. Do we have Thank a second? You. I'll second. All in favor? 
Aye. 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 Thanks. Thank you. So to clarify, the roof is okay and the railing is okay? Correct. That was approved. Okay. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. All right. The next item on the agenda is DRB 23-0375, Vail Rec District. The planner is Jonathan and the applicant is the Vail Rec District. Good afternoon, DRB. I'm gonna share my screen here. Wanna confirm that you're looking at the plan set? We are. Great, great. Over at the Vail Golf Course, there is a structure at the 12th hole that serves a number of different purposes. Part of it is used by the Vail Water um, Sanitation District. There's also restrooms in the facility, and it's also used as a place of refuge in times of ill weather. The Vail Rec District is bringing this in front of you today as a conceptual review kind of redo the roofing and the protection area. I will hand it over to their representatives now to walk you through their ideas. Hi, good afternoon. My name is Scott O'Connell. I'm the Deputy Executive Director for the Vail Recreation District. I'm joined today by Ben Marion. Um, with Shepherd Resources Architecture. Um, who we have um, hired to help us um, put some concepts together and hopefully find um, some solutions to some of the existing challenges. Um, uh, Jonathan mentioned that uh, it is a shared facility, so Eco River Water and Sanitation is the primary occupant of this building. Um, they use that for, um, for their, their water supply side uh, in the district and specifically for Vail. The Vail Recreation District does uh, utilize a small portion of the building. There is a women's and a men's restroom there. Um, we operate that restroom uh, 365 days a year. Um, not only for our golf guests, um, it is, well, whether you view it as conveniently or inconveniently located close to the truck stop um, or the chain up area on I-70, and it is also a popular spot for our ice climbers uh, to access the different routes um, in Eastvale. So it is a, a busy restroom. Um, we're specifically looking at some of the exterior elements, which is why we're here today. Currently over that, um, the, the, it would be the north and the northeast side. Um, you can see that there uh, are some, uh, a combination of both aesthetic and shelter providing features in that. Um, and and we're, we're really just looking specifically at the areas over the bench, over the small set of steps that goes up to the restrooms. Um, and there's a combination of um, uh, permeable surfaces as well as impermeable surfaces. And for the ones that are impermeable, there are gaps that are currently there. So um, although it, it does an okay job, um, you know, for a few number of people. Uh, if if the wind is blowing, if there's um, you know, if there's anything more than just a light rain coming down, um, then that that shelter really is um, insufficient for for what we would like to have, specifically for our golfers out there, right? So this is a refuge for uh, golfers as they're navigating the course. If there's inclement weather and or thunder and lightning in the area, we do ask that they go to areas that we've designated, um, and it would be. Uh, our hope that we can provide them with adequate shelter. 
Um, so um, given that we've got a, a couple of areas that have some skylight um, where you can you know, provide uh, light, um, it's aesthetically pleasing, um, but then there are other areas that are really just shade and or um, aesthetic um, that don't serve any purpose in terms of providing shelter. Um, so what we're proposing and have brought an architect on for is to, to re really increase the square footage of usable space underneath that shelter for our guests um, should they be seeking shelter um, while they're recreating here in Vail. So um, I, would, uh, I would like to uh, turn it over to Ben and he can share with you uh, the materials that uh, we're proposing. Um, and if you have any questions about um, you know, structure, philosophy, things of that nature, I'm happy to chime in as well. But um, Ben, thank you for your time. Of course, thank you, Scott. Uh, so the challenge here is clearly this building doesn't match anything in in the area, so it's, it's a little more industrial. Uh, it wants a roof that creates this shade, but also protects people from the weather. Um, we looked at many different roof forms and felt that uh, something a little more modern, a little more contemporary was fitting with this concrete uh, pre or, uh, CMU building. Uh, we didn't want to bring posts down uh, out in the area where golf carts pull up circulation happens so we've kept the structure up against the building uh, while still creating that shade and weather protection uh, screening uh, we also kept it semi-transparent so that the light can still come through and it's got that same sense of uh, light and bright feeling um, we're shedding the water back onto the roof collecting it and the snow uh, such that it's not needing to be uh, plowed or uh, falling in the public zones since it is used year-round uh, by golfers, ice climbers, hikers, bikers, etc. cetera. Um, materials are, are uh, transparent panels on the roof and steel structure. Cool, yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. It looks exciting. <clears throat> That's some good positive feedback. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it needs it. Um, okay, out there regularly. <laughs> uh, related question: the, the the area itself has always been a little shaggy, yes. for lack of better terminology. The parking, there's kind of rough landscaping. If there is any really landscape, you know, what have you? Do you guys have any plans to maybe fancy that part up a touch? The 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 roof addition is, from my perspective, is not only needed. It's it's fitting, but the, the general area, it's a combination of road base and uh, blacktop and what have you. And there's, as you're aware, there's always a little bit of parking issues out there, especially in the winter time or what have you. Is, is there, has there been any consideration to revamping that aspect of it? I know it's off topic a touch, but it's something that I've noticed. Oh, I'm happy to answer questions. Um, we go through that annually both with our golf operations team and with eagle river water and sanitation so eagle river water and sanitation must maintain access to the southeast corner of that building that's where they have a loading dock area and that's where a lot of those parking challenges occur yep. because um and they're more in the they really are more in the winter time when parking in vale becomes a, a you know 
Parking in Vail can be a challenge. Yeah. Parking in Vail in the wintertime can be an even more um, challenging challenge. Um, so we, we do look at those and we've tried to find a combination of uh, utilitarian um, and aesthetically pleasing. Um, we are always um, have an eye out for how we can improve what our guest experiences from their point of view um, for sight lines, uh, specifically in the golf world. And so trying to find that balance, what you're seeing there, the balance between, and, and we can address a couple of the different areas that, that I'm familiar with there, right? So um, the, the, the transition from asphalt to road base that occurs predominantly on the um, east side of that parking lot, that, that is where um, we have annually, well, uh, prior to, uh, I want to say 2021, we just, we just replaced sod there annually. Um, and our golf superintendent was amicable and, and really wanted to find some solutions to that. So when we redid the bridges and I used that for staging, we actually proposed to do the road base there because you can park on it. Um, doesn't take a tremendous amount of maintenance. Um, and, and, and to, to be honest, right, it, 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 if we do turf on there, we then deal with stuck cars um, in the spring and the fall because they pull onto the mud. Um, if they see that it's clearly delineated, we try to keep them off the grass. That's the most important thing. A worst case scenario is somebody who doesn't know what's going on there and they end up parking on um, the, the, literally the tee box that's in that general vicinity. So um, we also have a um, boulder, you know, um, um, you know, flower bed, yeah, and drainage basin um, that is, I, I would agree, is unsightly, right? We have weeds that come, that come and grow up through that, and, and we can probably do a better job there. Um, you, you would think, oh, well, you know, there's plenty of water there, right? So you go to water and sanitation. We actually don't have exterior water spigots or any way to get any um, irrigation out there to do plantings or anything, so that's why we were trying to keep it um, a, a, a non-watered planter bed. So, uh, I'm open to suggestions, and uh, if it needs to be included in this particular project, we're amicable to that. Um, if you feel that it's more appropriate to kind of pursue the roof in one direction, and if there's things out there that we can do to enhance um, the landscaping part of it, we're, we're happy to look at that. Um, it's not it's not solved, and yeah. uh, and our guests continue to find new and creative ways uh, to challenge us on on how do we maintain that area. One of the th one of the things that's goes on out there quite regularly as you know is cars will nose in towards the driving spot the little hill where there's a driving zone there um, and they push up against towards really where they shouldn't be for uh, for uh, TO, or not TOV but water to teams to get where they need to be and yes then people pull in on the side on, on top of the road base and all of a sudden it's blocked in and then you've got the snow issues and people spinning out and then people are nosing in on, let's call it the west side, uh, just food for thought. Possibly there could be parallel parking north and south where that road base is mm -hmm. lined out so that people have a route to drive in, pull in, and then they have plenty of room to back out and pull out and we could get more vehicles in that zone organized than three over here and two that are blocking in. And again, just food for thought. Yeah, understood. Um, 
delineating is is a real challenge out there because the condition only the condition that really is challenging only exists in the wintertime yeah. and and it really is you know um, plowed minimally to uh, access egress and for and, and we do a little bit of work out there so that our cleaning crew can get in and out of that building as well to keep the restrooms um, clean so uh, I hear you loud and clear and we'll continue to work with my counterparts at Eagle River Water and Sand to you know find some creative ways whether you know five gallon buckets with concrete and posts and ropes and more um, new signage we seem we we do that annually here part of our operating budget to make sure that um, one being a good partner with Eagle River Water and Sand because if they continue to um, have issues with accessibility then they have said that they will close it off to general public altogether, and and we understand why why they would do that. Um, we're hopeful that they don't because it you know it it is a an access spot. In my mind, it really is the, is the best spot if you're ice climbing, right? That that is the best access. The only really some of the only access unless you were go go to the clubhouse and then you're adding another mile trek. Uh, granted, ice climbers are hardy folks and they could probably do that, but um, you know that that area is you know. I don't know if it's listed on like ice climbers routes for parking or whatnot, but it's, it's known. It's known. <laughs> and, and then you got the Nordic skiers and dog yes. walkers, and I, I exactly. fit all those bills. Yeah. The one thing the area is missing historically has been a trash can. Trash can. Yeah. There's in it. It's a it's yeah. a situation where yeah. people start stuffing the yes the canine bag, and it's overflowing and. It's unsightly. Agreed. So that, that, yeah. That'd be another consideration and yep. just food for thought. But enough of that. As far as the lid is concerned, I'll let. Yeah, it looks really cool. Do you have any thoughts, Herb? Yeah. You think? Can you go back to uh, what the uh, some of the other drawings, like the exact covering? There, yeah, that one right there. So um, the only question I have is that this is a relatively elegant kind of cantilevered roof. But then it looks like you tie it back with a vertical element to the existing roof. One of the challenges is the wind in the winter blows the snow off of the flat roof underneath that existing structure down onto the, to the sheltered area. Uh -huh. We needed a way to enclose the sides and seal that bottom yeah. piece between the structure and the building such that the water and wind doesn't blow through there. Because if you sit on that bench in, a, in, in inclement weather, the wind and snow comes right down on your head. So we wanted to seal that uh, perimeter. There is no way, of, even if you extend it over the existing roof, uh, uh, would it help in some way? It's the, Both it's the blowing roofs. snow that really is the issue. Yeah. That we really need to stop. If, if we leave that opening, it finds its way through and, and piles up right in that corner. That's the only comment I have. It, it's such a neat structure. It'd be nice if it was totally floating over that area. Sure. But you're saying it can't. Well, it could, but I can share with you that the number one, like the whole catalyst for doing this is to protect that bench. Was that, was that western portion right there that's currently open, and, and how do we solve that? In fact, it, to Ben's credit, he probably saw things similar to you. His first rendition of this did not close in those sides, and I specifically went back and asked him to look at that because that was what 
th those were kind of my marching orders. Um, s solve this condition was such a pragmatic. And, and one side it's solid, and one side it's glass. Is that how that is? Uh, no, actually, those what, what I saw those panels on the side, the vertical panels, as like a perforated uh, sheet metal uh, okay. with, with small holes to let light through uh, and let some of the wind through, but not let the snow and rain through. Okay, uh, any public comment on this? Uh, let's see if anyone online wants to give public comment, please raise your hand. We'll give them a minute. Does not look like anyone is raising their hand. Yes, yeah, so since this is conceptual, we won't ask for a motion today and uh, really exciting and we look forward to seeing you when you return. Great, thank you for your comments and feedback. We appreciate it. Nice job, thank you. I guess. All right, the next item on the agenda is DRB 23-0346, Four Seasons Ski Concierge. The planner is Jonathan, and the applicant is Oz Architecture. Yes, uh, you folks saw this application two weeks ago, and the applicant has made some changes and is back before you now. Chris, would you like to walk us through the changes that have occurred since this middle two weeks ago? Um, yes, and also wanted to, um, we also wanted to, we also wanted to introduce Becky Stone also. Hi. Um, she's joining today as well, um, also with Oz. <laughs> um, so, um, I don't know. Whatever if, you'd like me to go to, Chris. Um, if you just wanna pull, pull up, uh, um, if you want to pull up our graphic presentation a piece and we can just start at the um, just start at the cover page but we did um, go back and we did review with the owner we were able to discuss several of the um, we were able to discuss several of the design comments that we did um, receive and so and we're able to apply several of those here that we'll talk about today. Um, and maybe, um, I, I apologize because I wasn't here last time and maybe Kit wasn't I wasn't here, here last either, time yeah. Either. Just, so, uh, we, so we can kind of go, if we go through our booklet, we, we can kind of go big picture just to catch um, Kit up as well. Yeah. Were you able to share that, Jonathan? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought it was. We're still seeing your great ski hills, so we're wishing we were there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, and so maybe on page two we have, um, on page two we have our vicinity map here. Yeah, we didn't have this last time, but I think it helps to place like where we are um, in the village in a minute we've also added some renderings so that you could kind of like get into the space and see what the building feels like so and then on the next page um, part of what we got some comments on last um, um, during the last meeting was about some of the context and you know and some of the richness of this building um, and, and in comparison to some of the other um, buildings around that um, that are around this 
location. And so we did bring in, and so I actually went back to the site um, after our hearing last time, and I took some new pictures of where we do have, um, where there are some similar instances to what I have now determined um, is called the belly and bow style of railing. There was <laughs> some particular question about what that technical railing um, type was, so we spent a little bit of time to confirm that, but also, ha um, but also some instances of some more updated um, light fixtures as well as other um, painted wood um, at, you know, that's being used in some of these adjacent buildings. So on, then on the next page, this is where we started, where we did look at a couple of renderings to see how this building fits into the context with the design that we have currently. And the scale's kind of important, right? So yeah, you could go to both of them, Jonathan, just to see both. Um, because contextually, the scale of this building sort of fits with the other surrounding ones. And um, like we all know this building well, so we're not doing a whole lot of updates, but kind of freshening the um, colors and the, um, you know, a little bit of the charm of it to maybe give it a little bit of an update. And so for, you know, and, and back so, yeah. Yeah, well, we could. Yeah. Maybe yeah. on the perspective one, Jonathan, it's easier to talk about, yeah. Well, because one of the, because Chris just mentioned the, the, what's it called, the belly? Yeah, <laughs> the belly and bow style. Yeah, so that's, that was one of the things that, um, the, that you all brought up last time, that maybe right. if we could keep some of that charm with that railing, that it sort of went with the context around the village. And so, and then we did previously, which we could show a slide of in a little bit, have a three panel window in that spot. And we went back to a two panel, um, more like a door window that is there today. There's a two panel. Um, the existing window that's there today is pretty narrow. So like you can't open it far enough to have a three foot wide um, accessibility to get out. So we would like to open that a little bit, get more glass and a little bit more light to the inside, but also make that balcony accessible from the inside. Um, but then we, like Chris said, we did keep that railing. Mm -hmm. <coughs> yes, and then on this, um, and then on the Wall Street side, this is the, um, this is the addition of the four panel um, um, glass window wall that what um, that was presented last time that does just have the straight railing there. Um, those were kind of the main comments that we had last time, and then so this so then the rest of the package just kind of gets into some of the details about what is about what is currently existing to what we're changing to. Um, I think the other change that you'll see, maybe if we go to, I think it might be the next one, Jonathan, or actually, I guess even further down. Yeah, this, I was thinking about this page. So this top line is what it is um, is what is currently existing today. The center line is what we had 
is what we had previously proposed, and then the bottom is the current proposal. Um, the other change that you'll see from the top line to the second and third that we haven't highlighted yet today is the um, it, you know is that we are is that we are taking out one chimney on the east elevation and adding a chimney on the south elevation. Um, the one on the east elevation isn't used currently, and we are doing a new um, fireplace on the inside that will then that that new chimney on the south will serve. Um, yeah, and then conditions. there's mm -hmm. yeah. Cool. Yeah, it looks good. Yeah. I, you know, the, the, the major issues from last week were, were uh, by another member of the DRB who isn't present today, and that is to, to keep that dark brown somehow. And uh, the feeling was on her part that that's what's contextually in in Vail, in the Vail Village. But what you've shown is the, that the buildings across the way are not that dark. They're right? not that dark, yeah. I mean, I was always in favor of the, the color uh, stuff that you brought in. And, and uh, the other issue was that belly railing. And I think that you've made it better, so. Yeah. I think the, the belly railing actually works great still. And it, yeah. it is kind of a signature piece. The yeah. color, I think, the the like we studied it with the dark brown and it makes it a little bit muddy and just sort of dark compared to like the environment going on around it so it just felt a little bit so too I, dark yeah i think that's the key right there that buildings in that vicinity are not that dark brown mm -hmm. or they may have some dark brown but it isn't overwhelming right the way this building would be if you did the dark brown yeah it'd be, it'd be so, pretty dark any thoughts, Reese? I have made a comment about the railing before, and the gist of it was, and I've taken a look around, and there's one other building in the neighborhood that has a similar railing, I'm sure you guys are aware, and that's it. Mm -hmm. that's not, it's not a common trait. To me, the, that existing railing doesn't say mountain, doesn't say modern it says Paris 1800s <laughs> right but in a weird way it does kind of fit the building it as is but the straight railing also fit really well um, I think what you've done with the colors is yeah. superb and the railing I think could go really either way uh, to me, as far as general compatibility, I actually think your original proposal was more compatible, but considering where it's at and that it's existing, it's, it's kind of a, what's the personal preference? Mm -hmm. it, either one's gonna fly and, and be a good fit. Okay. Yeah. And it seemed like um, there was a strong, um, maybe Aaron really is tied to the railing, so we're, we're okay with the railing too. <laughs> Yeah, I agree, it looks good. Uh, any uh, public comment on this item? No, okay. If uh, there are any final comments from the board, I'd ask for if we have a motion. I can 
motion. Uh, uh, let's see here. I move to approve DRB 23-0346 with the findings it meets 10, excuse me, 14-10-4 and and 14-10-2. We have a second. I'll second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Cool, thanks Thank guys. Thank you very Thank much. Thank you. All right, the next item on the agenda is DRB 23-0340. Harris of Colorado LLC. The planner is Jonathan and the applicant is represented by Fieldscape. Yes, uh, good afternoon. This application was also seen by you folks two weeks ago. If this had been the original application, it would most likely have been staff approved. The application has been modified to include 20 plus uh, shrubbery elements to be included in this natural area, um, which helps kind of break up the, the lawn type approach and staff is very supportive of the changes that have occurred since last week. The uh, applicant's representative, Rick Fields, is online to answer any questions for you. I don't have any, but uh, do you have any, anyone have any questions? Rick, do you have any comments that I may have missed? No, Jonathan, you, you did a very nice job, thank you. All right, um, do we have public comment on this one? Uh, no attendees online are showing their hand raised. There's no one in the room for the record. All right, U unique case. We, uh, if there are no further comments, I'd ask for a motion. Fair enough. Okay, uh, I move to approve DRB 23-0340 with the fine needs it meets. 14-10-8. Nice. Uh, do we have a second? I'll second. Uh, all in favor? Aye. Aye. Well, thank you. Looks good. Great. Thank you all very much. Thanks, Rick. Do we have uh, the first item back? We do. I believe our applicant is online. All right. So we'll go back to the first item, which is DRB 23-0356, Sitzmark. The planner is Heather, and this is the applicant is represented by VMDA. So this is uh, bringing back this signage for the Sitzmark building. Um, so I think the item in question before was the um, replacement, or actually the omission of the mural uh, that is currently painted. And uh, what they are proposing, you'll see on the screen, is um, replacing the mural with actual bells. Um, the bells come from the opera ski tradition of ringing bells. Um, and there's uh, some other items they have um, enclosed as well, but um, so they will be actual working bells. Brilliant. Um, we do have Brent Crouch from uh, uh, VMDA online um, and who can explain that more. I think we've seen the rest of the sign package. I'm happy to kind of scroll through that as well, but I think this was the, the item left um, in question. Cool. Yeah. Go ahead, Brent. 
Hey all, um, this is Brent with Mark Donaldson Architects, and um, I think Heather explained it pretty well. And we went over a few options with the owner, and we felt that this was the best option um, given sort of the history of Vail and what's been going on, and to replace the the Eagle. Um, where we would like help from the town of Vail to find out where you guys are actually getting your bells, uh, which like if we if this is approved, that's where we would start. And then we would like to automate that, put it on an actuator to where it rings automatically at 3 p.m. Oh, wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, I, I think it looks better than I could have expected. That, I think it's such a good idea and it activates that space and you guys have really done a lot of effort to maintain the something that probably a lot of people loved or, for, or hated, but I think it's brilliant. I love it. It's yeah. fantastic. It's another dimension, if you will. It is. And the, yeah, Audible too. It's fantastic. It's uh, knocked it out of the park. Any other thoughts? No, I'm just curious where the bells are coming from. Um, I believe that um, somewhere within, I, I've read some literature where the bells are available through the town of Vale, or they have a source, we would be working with that source to try and get get the bells from them. I believe when this program was instituted, I believe in 2019, there was a source for the bells. It's cool. Yeah, looks great. Mm -hmm. It's a win-win-win on all fronts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fantastic. Any uh, public comment on this item? There is no one online and no one in the room. <laughs> All right. If uh, there's no further board comments, I'd ask if we had a motion on this item. I will move to approve DRB 23 0356. With the findings, it meets sections. 1410-4, Fantastic, do you have a second? I'll second. All in favor? Aye. 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 Cool, thank you, looks great. Uh, that was the last item on the agenda. Is there any uh, information from staff or staff updates? No? Thank you for your time as always. All right, yeah, thank look you. for a motion to adjourn. A motion to adjourn. Do we have a second? Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you, everyone.